Welcome back to Better or Worse Than Transformers, where we take a TV show or a movie and tell you whether it is better or worse than the most mediocre movie ever made, Michael Bay's Transformers. I am your host, Joseph. With me are my co-hosts, Ian. Hey, how you doing, guys? And Christian. What's up? Uh, so this week, we're going to go over uh, Annihilation and tell you whether it is better or worse than Transformers. But uh, first, I think we're going to cover a bit of the news. Quite a bit to talk about this week, Ian. You're our, you're our news source. Yeah, so one of the first things we wanted to talk about is uh, there's confirmed that Josh Whedon, who directed both Avengers movies, I don't know what it, he did, Firefly on TV. Yep, Buffy. He was, he's Buffy. been attached to direct the DC Universe's Batgirl movie. Okay, on that note, pause real fast, though. He also did the Justice League reshoots. Like, the version yeah, oh, of Justice League you see true. in theaters. And that's a big leave out. Yeah, it's Joss Whedon's yeah. Justice League. And, um, Joseph? So recently, Joss Whedon had it, had it come out that pri- previously been considered a, a big feminist supporter, and, yeah. and, and it's, it's been kind of part of his identity. And then his ex-wife has come out and said that he is kind of a serial adulterer. It's and, just a bit to get laid. And it, yeah, exactly. And, and so I think, I don't, know, I don't know if that's the reason that he's off this project, but realistically, I think it's, it's probably for the best that he's not the guy helming this. For yeah. sure. If DC, it goes anywhere. DC doesn't want to hear that story come back. Up. No, absolutely it not. It came up during Justice League. They don't want it to come out when they may put out and Batgirl. And the shine's kind of off on him. I mean, he's ever since Avengers 1, he's kind of slowly had a downfall. Like, Avengers Age of Ultron wasn't was well-received, and he had problems with Marvel, I guess, producing, because they wanted him to throw in all this extra yeah. stuff. And he had a problem with and then. He did Justice League reshoots, which, you know, that Justice League movie is wasn't well-received. I know you guys seem to think it's okay. It's all right. And I know he had a leaked Wonder Woman script come out that people think is really bad. Yeah, I've heard it's not yeah, very I good. It, really I didn't read bad. it. I heard it's awful. So I think he's kind of... I mean, kind of on it's kind of having a free fall a little bit. I think you summed it up perfectly. He's just Josh Whedon's shine is gone. It, <laughs> it peaked with Avengers One. Yeah, and I mean, he made it, that movie. That movie was hard to make, and oh, he, it's he great. kills it the I way mean, he brings yeah. everyone in there. But, but I just I don't care to see another Josh Whedon movie, and I certainly I don't really need a Batgirl movie. Like, no, I guess no. Not. it's just not a character that I. But you see, I, that, I'm dying to see on screen. I mean, I agree with you, but that's kind of why I think it would be a good movie is because I think it's I think this is the time to start digging out some of the lesser known properties so you have more range if you were Marvel but you're yeah. DC you they, haven't even get, done your main get their main guys right. I mean that's well yeah. you see, I see I disagree with that because I think I think it would be hard to bring back another Superman or Batman movie in the next like five years because people are so burnt out and you fucking it up um, so I think the way to go is I mean that's what they're trying to do with the Lobo movie but I think you go like deeper cuts and make a good movie and then from that point once you've established the outside characters work back into your your main properties maybe you do like little like cameo or like mentions you know just just yeah like references to a larger universe but i think i'd be okay with that if it wasn't all the bat family like sure. they've talked about a nightwing movie. oh but i'd love a white nightwing yep. movie sure i would I, i'm fine with that but i'm saying if we're going for second tier characters let's just get out of the bat family alone uh-huh yeah, um, hopefully Aquaman is something like that, something different, you know, the character. But I did not like. I I love Jason Momoa. I did not like Aquaman and Justice I thought he was fine in the movie. Uh, James Wan is really the thing that's got me excited for yeah. that movie. Agreed. Underwater mm-hmm. action, it's never been done cool. No, you know, if no. if they can make that cool, it could be something different. It could be. Yeah. 
right. What's next? The next one is the Transformers movies are going to be rebooted after the Bumblebee movie. And, you know, I, for one, I, I was telling Joseph before we started recording today that, you know, I don't even have, you know, Transformers is a good movie we pick for this because it's so middling. I don't even have strong feelings about it. Kind of like all the other, you know, it's the very middle of the road, like all the other Michael Bay ones. So I think a change of pace could be good. Yeah, I, have, I mean, I have, you know, Bumblebee is made by somebody else. So I think it's an odd choice to go ahead and be like, oh, yeah, we're probably going to reboot it before that movie comes out. Unless you're basically just saying, we don't like what happened with these characters. And we had already decided we were going to make this movie. Um, we just, you know, we want to get Optimus Prime right, or you want right. to get Megatron right, and so you're just going to scrap it after this. I guess I can understand. It It, it does kind of seem foreboding that Bumblebee is not going to be the salvation of the Transformers franchise, Correct. though. How can it not be with Haley Steinfeld and John Cena? In it? <laughs> That's uh, my favorite part about the Bumblebee movie is John Cena is the star. I, you know what? I'm, I, I, of I'm, WWE fame. I'm glad that they're you know they're going to the 1980s and that's you know I don't really need a time jump, but that it kind of separates itself. But I'm also glad that Bumblebee is actually going to be a Volkswagen Beetle like he is supposed to mm-hmm. be. Yeah. So I mean I'll, I'm definitely going to watch it. So, so the Bumblebee movie is takes place in the 80s, right? Yeah, that's it's my a, understanding. Yeah, it's in the past, and I think it's directed by the guy who did Kubo and the Two Strings. It's an animated I didn't know movie. that. Oh, I didn't know that either. So that he, kinda... I like that movie. It's, yeah, Kubo's good. So, uh, but I think five years ago this probably would have been Star in the Rock. But oh, think, for sure. Oh, for yeah. sure. Yeah. But he's now past that, so good yeah. for the Rock. Re- realistically, I'm ready for something that's not the Rock. Uh, yeah. yeah, and I like John Cena and things that he's been in. Don't yeah, get me wrong. For sure. That's a weird combo to like headline a movie. Yeah. But you know, all right. And I do think if we're talking Transformers, our movie to rate that Bumblebee's probably the best actor in that movie. Are so you talking? Are you talking? Wait, <laughs> the CGI yeah. Transformer is probably the best actor. in Yeah, Transform- I mean everyone likes Bumblebee. And, you <laughs> what know. he does is this with the car stereo because he can't talk. I mean that's that's just great. <laughs> He's not real. See, I, I think I think the only reason that that's endearing is because he doesn't get an opportunity to irritate you with like just terrible writing dialogue. Yeah, yeah. no. Like all the rest of them. Yeah. The dialogue for the Transformers are horrible. Oh, yeah. Like as bad as you think the human characters are. Like I just think of the two like super racist like brother robots oh, from yeah. the second yeah, one. They are. Oh, it's, it's bad. It's really bad. Especially the ones where you can tell they were like, oh, we're going to appeal to an African-American audience. <laughs> and then, like, jazz is... That, that's how Michael Bay thinks, though. It, it really, is. It, it, I'm going to play movies. into the stereotypes. Yeah, 100%. All right, what's next? Mark Hamill is... There's been rumors going around, and this started through Twitter. You might be able to explain this better than me, but he's him and James Gunn, who's the director of Guardians 1, Guardians 2, uh, started tw- tweeting to each other about a possible role for Mark Hamill, who's Luke Skywalker, in Guardians 3. Yeah, I think someone tweeted at James Gunn first about including Mark Hamill. Or maybe it was reverse. Maybe it was someone tweeted at Mark Hamill about being in Guardians of the Galaxy mm-hmm. Volume 3. And then James Gunn was like, yeah, let's make it happen. Let's do it. And, they, and they're like, hey, we live right down the street from yeah. each other. If you, if you want to talk about it, DM me and you can just stop on by kind of thing. Yeah. I mean, I'm here for it. Uh, I'm all about it. Mark Hamill should be in every yeah. space See, epic. I think it would be great because he's so good as the Joker voice acting. Like, make him a CGI person. You know, you, you can... No. I, I, w- I want to see Luke Skywalker. I want to no, <laughs> Absolutely. I agree. I think that'd be cooler, but he could do a lot. Because he's, he's, he's dedicated... You know, he's shown that he can do voice acting, you know? I mean, and, I, he, and he also could be... Looks, he did great as Last Jedi. I mean, that, I, like, I like him in that movie. Yeah. I do. For, for, all the, uh, for all the divisive opinions about Last Jedi, I thought Mark Hamill was killing it with his yeah. first, like, real face role... In, in a long time. Yeah, I yeah. don't know. Since the trickster, maybe? Yeah. I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, he, he does. He is the trickster on the new Flash as well. So. Is he? Yeah. Oh, that's good. 
I think he's definitely not something people. I guess people quibbled about how he he ended that. You know, instead of I think a lot of people want him to go after Kylo Ren, mm-hmm. but I, I that's think not really he, his fault. That's yeah, writing. But I so. think he acted that very very well. So I think it was well done. Yeah, I like I like where they took his character. A lot of people were not happy about it. Either way, or, he should be in Guardians of the Galaxy. Absolutely. Kristen Wiig is rumored to be the villain in Gar- in Wonder Woman two. Yes, as Cheetah. Um, it is an odd choice. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I'm not a big fan of Kristen Wiig. Really? Yeah, I I don't like her 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 shtick. You know, but I'm not a big fan of straight comedy, so I think I, like Ghostbusters is not my favorite. Bridesmaids also. The first bride, the first half of Bridesmaids, I thought was hilarious. It's when it, it kind of takes like a more serious turn. I didn't care for it. She's in some movie, I guess, recently that's kind of like a horror psychological theory. I didn't see it, but she's supposed to be really good in it, and it's a pretty dark character. And and I, I I've heard that that's kind of the basis or what a lot of more people are expecting her to be like mm-hmm. in that film. Um, I mean, she was also in in um, the Martian. Some, the Martian, yeah, that's what yeah. I'm trying to think. She hardly speaks in it. Yeah, though. but I mean, she's she's also yeah, kind she's of a comedic there. relief yeah. in that movie. So, yeah, I don't remember her much. In I it, mean, traditionally, comedians who who go into more dramatic roles, I feel like do well, do better than dramatic actors going into comedic roles. Well, anyway, I've heard comedy is harder to act than drama. Right. So, I mean, I, I, know I think she, she went could drama do well. in the movie with Matt Damon. We had recently uh, downsizing. Oh yeah, that's yeah, right. I didn't, I didn't see it. I didn't, I didn't watch it. So yeah. Yeah. It looked weird. I heard it was looked good. like a Black Mirror episode. <laughs> I feel but like a, you say that about about fifty percent of movies now. <laughs> Anything sci-fi. The, <laughs> I mean, I you know, Cheetah is a character that I think people wanted to see with the first Wonder Woman. I'm glad that that's where we're going with the second one. It's supposed to be set in the Cold War, which yeah. is an and interesting I hear choice. Trevor might come back, which. I don't see how that would be yeah, possible. Yeah, I don't think that's going to happen. I, I think yeah. that's more fans starting stuff on the internet than actual... Yeah, I don't think that's come from Patty Jenkins, but like the stories I read mention him maybe coming back with the other... What's the, the Howling Command... No, that's Captain America. What's what's her the group that, that she was with called? I don't remember. I don't remember, but... But yeah, the, you know, the yeah, other... DC her, Howling Commandos. Yeah, her, yeah, exactly. Her other people are going to come back with her. We'll see it. I mean, he totally could have gotten that jumped out of the plane. Yeah, yeah I, I guess. That I think happen. we already said yes, last week about what we thought about Wonder Woman. So <laughs> yeah, let's keep going. <laughs> we don't need to go down that again. Antoine Fuqua. Fuqua and is attached to do Scarface, a remake. He's directed The Equalizer with Denzel. Mm-hmm. I think they're making number two, which he also did. Didn't he do The Magnificent Seven reboot? Well, maybe, maybe, so maybe Equalizer 2 is not him. Hang on a second. Didn't Anton, Antoine Fuqua also do, like, Training Day? Yeah, he did Training Day. Okay, hang yeah. on. Why would we Let's start with the good one. Why would we fucking right. start with Magnificent I, I, Seven? I, I, didn't, I don't well, remember Well, those are, that. like, the most recent ones he's done. Yeah, yeah, Equalizer. Well, he also did uh, End of Watch. I mean, that was, like, four or five years ago yeah, now. Yeah, End of Watch is the guy who did Suicide Squad. David oh, is it? I'm David sorry. Ayer, that's my yeah, bad. I'm yeah. End of Watch, yeah. But, no, your Training Day is amazing. Training is amazing. Denzel's best movie for me. It overcomes Ethan Hawke, who I don't really like. Crazy talk. I watched Mission Impossible last night. (laughs) But yeah, I think um, I love Scarface. I think that Al Pacino. Who directed that? The original Scarface? Oh, Brian De Palma. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. and that's just a. I mean, it's a classic gangster movie. Way to pull that out of your butt, man. I know. So it's just a straight gangster, you know, get money movie. Um, Everyone, I'm sure, has seen Scarface. It's very vulgar, you know. But if you're into, you know, crazy accents and Uh a lot of violence. And Michelle Pfeiffer looking like really skinny, like like unhealthy skinny. It's a good movie. It's see, I, it's it's funny because I I didn't see Scarface until like just a couple of years ago. So I was I you know it was it was well past my adolescence and like early college years. And so I saw it and I it, it did nothing for me. I, like the you know the effects were bad. The acting yeah. was way over the top. 
the action and violence didn't do anything for me, so I was like... You probably aged out of it. No, I think I did. Yeah. And and so, like, to, to hear that there's a remake doesn't, like, interest me, but then you attach Anton Fuqua, yeah. and the... the and the, Diego and, Luna. And the lead is supposed to be Diego Luna, who was... Uh, Cassian Andor. Cassian Andor in, uh, in Rogue One. Again, props, I... Totally forgot his character's name in that movie. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I, th- those are both things that I'm interested in. I'm, I'm I mean, willing to give it a shot. The Scarface, everyone knows, is a remake. Uh, it was like a movie in the 50s, hmm. and then they remade it in the 70s with Al Pacino. So, I mean, I, I guess maybe we'll get it, you know, even yeah. better the third time. But, I don't know. I just, Antoine Fuqua is not a guy who's made good movies lately. Diego Luna's a pretty good actor. You know, I'm excited for that part. I, I'm like you, Joseph. I don't have really a, like an affinity for the original. I know some people, you know, are willing to put it like on a giant poster I, on their wall. Yeah, but. I love the scene where um the cha- in the beginning where he goes into the room and the guy's with a chainsaw mm-hmm. and it just turns into a firefight. And this is in Miami. The remake's supposed to be in Los Angeles, hmm. and he's, so I think that the update's going to be in L.A. I don't know. It's very '80s though. You're right. I just it, it I, doesn't hold up as well. When it happens, I'll believe it. Yeah. But he's like the ninth person to be attached to that film. In fact, and I think he's been attached to it once prior already yeah. to direct it. And, you know, nothing has come of it. I think people are actually, as much as they want to make it because they think it'll sell, I now think they're, the, the they're afraid. might not be time to make this. That's so true. Know. Yeah, <laughs> this might not be know. the time for more more violence from that. Wreck-It Ralph 2, if you guys want to be, you have anything else about Scarface? No. So the next thing is, Wreck-It Ralph 2 came out with a new trailer. I think, I think it's the first trailer. Yeah, is it, yeah well, they, they had, like, teaser trailers coming yeah, up to this one. Yeah, but I think you're right. The first full trailer. Right. That movie comes out in November, I believe. So I think that it's a Thanksgiving right. movie. Um, I love I, the first one. Yeah, I dig the first one. See, I haven't seen the first one. Really? What? Yeah, I need to watch the first one. I, I, I got... It wasn't... I wasn't in a movie theater working when that came out and I never watch kid movies so I think I just it's something I need to watch before the second one because I hear it's about video games right yeah no I mean if you've yeah. played any video games in the past like 20 years yeah or you'll 30 probably, years you'll see easter eggs for, I mean like like Sonic the Hedgehog I believe is pops up in the first one and mm-hmm. one of the main characters or I guess she's not a main character one of the supporting characters is totally like a Halo ripoff mm-hmm. um, I mean it's fun it, it, look, it, looks, it looks good you know I don't know you guys and I was supposed to make fun of the internet from what I read the the I don't I hate the title Ralph breaks the internet is awful to me but um I mean again I'll watch it I like the first one I have kids so I'm the target audience I'm yeah. sure but get ready for I don't have hard this the the trailer didn't make me have like no. I didn't dislike it but I also wasn't like super excited no. for it like it just okay it's more Wreck and Ralph so yeah. I do think animation is the right medium for John C. Riley, who I generally like, but for whatever reason I just don't think he like clicks as well yeah. face acting than I think he does. He doesn't come off as affable in person as he does as as an animated character. Yeah, that's I would say Wrecker Ralph is probably his most likable character in a long time. I miss when John C. Riley was a dramatic actor. Like in The Aviator uh-huh. and other movies that he did where he wasn't Will Ferrell's sidekick. He's in The Aviator? Yes, he is. That's a Howard Hughes movie, right? Yeah, you probably don't remember it because it was five hours long and yeah, it was it's like real. And I watched it Martin once. Scorsese's yeah. worst movie. Yeah, it's, yeah. I have it on Blu ray. I, I remember Leonardo just walking around in a room full of jars of pee. Yeah, that happened. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, yeah, Wreck It Ralph 2. Get ready for some net neutrality jokes. <laughs> I definitely think that's coming. Um, there's rumors going around that. Chris Hemsworth is going to star in a Men in Black spinoff. Yeah, I think spinoff would be the appropriate word. I, I think Chris Hemsworth, you know, I said I didn't like Ghostbuster earlier in this podcast, but I do like Chris Hemsworth's performance in Ghostbusters. He's hilarious. He's got comedic chops, man. Yeah, I, I think he yes. could do it. I think he should only strictly be a comedic actor mm-hmm. from yes. this point on. Like, he is very funny. 
And I think Men in Black is a franchise that, I don't know, the third one had a lot of jokes, and I don't know that it worked as well as maybe the first two, but it just needs something different. I think it's a franchise that is definitely worth making movies about. I, I, I enjoy the first three, but you can keep doing new characters, you can keep doing new aliens. Like, there's no reason, I guess, to not make Right, no, it. I mean, yeah. like, it's a great concept. It's a fun yeah. idea, like this, this aliens hidden in plain sight mm-hmm. kind of idea. So, I mean, it really just, you just need to go in a new direction. Yeah. Hey, I, he's a good lead for it. Yeah, absolutely. What's I he going to do now that he's, his Marvel contract's up? Yeah, he's very likable. Not work out so I hope, much. I hope, hopefully. Re- yeah, I hope he, uh, he re-ups at Marvel. I don't. I don't. I, I couldn't see another Thor. I think if unless you go Jane Foster, if Taka Waititi agrees to do Thor four, I think Chris Hemsworth would come back for that. Maybe. But I I I would anticipate you won't see him as Thor again. Yeah, yeah. I, th- I think we're we're rapidly approaching uh, mass exodus. Oh, uh, I think that's what Infinity War is going to be. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, we'll definitely touch on that. I, I would say, yeah, Chris Hemsworth, though, I, I think, like I said last week, I mean, Thor Ragnarok's my favorite Marvel movie of last year, and he sells that movie. Mm-hmm. Like, in that, that Hulk scene, you know, we're friends from work. <laughs> yeah, that was a great, that was a great he, he, line. Yeah, I mean, they ruined it in the trailer, but that, that line would have been great in the movie. And then, yeah, like you guys were mentioned, Avengers is moving up to April 27th. That yeah. movie's going to be huge, as That's, so to speak. The reveal of that was pretty cool, too. Like, um, it was like a back and forth. They revealed in, like, a new poster, and they mm-hmm. tagged people in it, and Robert Downey Jr. was like, hey, this is cool. Like, can I invite some people to the movie? And I don't know. It was like, they listed, like, different... It went back and forth for a while, like, listing different people, and then it was just like, why don't we just invite everybody and then the new poster showed the release date moving up a week and it's just marvel i think riding the coattails of black panther being the success that it is which i think it crossed 500 million domestic this weekend or (laughs) will and then the other part is they they have a history of just releasing their movies in europe a week early Mm -hmm. and the states get a week later and i i really feel like with this film they're trying. They're going to try to contain as many spoilers as possible because yeah. you know they, that's why they won't even reveal the name of the, the the fourth Avengers movie. Right? Is they they I think there's going to be some pretty big reveals in Infinity War. I'm so stoked about that. Yeah, I man. can't wait. I feel yeah. I feel like at at this point we're just biding our time until Infinity War. Yeah. There's I don't even know what movies come out between now and then. Like I know I I yeah. know there are some that I probably want to see, but it doesn't matter. It's just Pacific like, Rim Uprising. You're the only one. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go see that with you. I, I like the first one, but I'm not super no, excited for I this one. I think Infinity War is, I think it's going to be great. Um, I think them opening day and date, they're going to try and set the opening gross worldwide record, try and get that, that headline. Spoilers. This is what I think is going to happen. And this is, I think that it's going to end with a lot of people dying. Probably Thor, Captain America, Iron Man, one, you know, three of them or one of three. I think the second one's called Infinity Gauntlet. They're going to be stuck with like, the time stone. I think it's going to be, they're going to be going back and forth. Through I the love Marvel, that Marvel idea. Universe, and you're going to see Captain America. They're going to travel back to different points in the the reality of you know to get the different yeah. gems. I think. I think. I, I think have... it ends in ruin though. And and the second one's called Infinity Gauntlet because one of them or a couple of them are left with the Infinity Gauntlet, and, they, and it's a time traveling kind of movie. Yeah, I and I heard the time travel was going to be involved, but I've also heard that what people are interpreting to be time travel is that you know at the beginning of Civil War. How he has the um, the vision the no uh, Tony Stark has the thing that relives him replay right. his memories oh, yeah 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 that what those fil- those shots that people are seeing that look like they're referencing are actually Tony going back playing through like how did this how did we get to this point so I I, I don't know could uh, happen yeah I'm excited for it. yeah I heard Infinity uh, the girl who plays Gamora is Zoe Zoe Saldana she, she said Infinity Gauntlet and yeah. I think that makes sense because 
that's the reverse of the comic book. I think the first part's Infinity Gauntlet, the second part's Infinity War. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But we'll see. I'm yeah. excited for it. I think it's going to be... Uh, I think we're all pretty pumped. Absolutely. And I, I, I absolutely agree. I think... You guys got any predictions? Um, I think someone will die in this movie. I think the major deaths will come in the next one. I, I don't know. I, it could be wrong, but... You guys think there's a... I definitely think, think Chris Evans' Captain America, Steve Rogers dies. Agreed. That's my one, like, for sure death. Agreed. It looks like it's in Wakanda. You guys think there's a Soul Stone and maybe well, that, the I, heart I, of that mountain? I'm glad, I'm glad you brought that up because I feel real dumb because I, I got, like, halfway there when, mm-hmm. in the last one because uh, somebody else talked about it's very obvious that the Soul Stone is, is like, what's causing those the heart-shaped plants to grow. Yeah. That's that's where that power comes from oh. because because you notice whenever whenever um, he eats it and goes to the the spiritual mm-hmm. plane whatever it's the purple. only other the, 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 whatever the only other people that are there are the other Black Panthers which are the only other people who have eaten the supposedly so smart the, the heart shaped uh, <laughs> herb yeah and and so like it's very and that clear, is a soul kind of world it's very clear to me that yeah. that, that is that yeah. is uh, a product. Of, of, the of the soul stone. That is very yeah. interesting. And it also would make sense to why vibranium can do a lot of what it can do. Right. Yeah. It's all in that same area. Right. The, the the only thing I've heard, and that is, is nowhere near that clever, um, is there was a piece of promo art that came out with all six stones on it. And inside the stone was a picture of basically each character and what like the movie was related to. Like mm-hmm. Thor is in the what red is it? one. Yeah, was it the power stone? We don't know which one, one that one is. The, I'm pretty yeah, sure the, the purple one is the power stone. Uh, I think that's the reality gem. Okay, sure. I, yeah. I I don't remember. Oh, the, oh, the Power okay. Stone is the one from Guardians of the Galaxy. Yep, I think. Yeah, yeah. Um, so the one that was in the Soul Stone was Tony Stark, and I feel like when I read the article that had the the image in it. I thought it was really just they were saying the, basically the six main Avenger characters mm-hmm. is more so how I understood it versus it relaying to that specific character, but the other ones did match up. But mm. I don't know. You can you're not gonna you're not Who gonna knows. not have Robert Downey Jr. It, in a piece. Of it would just art. make too much sense because the trailer show there's a big war in Wakanda and it looks like yeah. Thanos' ships with his armies are landing. It looks like an assault to get it, and that's where like the mid fight's gonna be. Yeah, but Wakanda's going to play a big part in the movie. You know, you talk about uh, Okoye being in that. Yeah. M'Baku is in that scene as well. Is he? Yeah. Ooh, oh, good. Yeah, he's running behind him. I was telling, I've been rewatching a lot of that movie this week, and M'Baku is so good. And Chadwick Boseman, you know, he gets overshadowed the first time I watched it by Michael B. Jordan, I think. He's really good in that movie. Yeah, no, the whole it's, cast it's is great. Really, it's really it, it's hard. Like I try to rank my favorite parts of it, and I just feel like that does a disservice to like yeah, most of all the good. cast because they're all good in it. Yep. But it's all, all right, good. Let's keep going. So this is something that is kind of funny, but I guess the set photo leaked of Zachary Levy <laughs> in the Shazam costume. I don't know much about Shazam. It's a movie. It's a DC character. Yep. It's going to be part of the Superman universe, extended universe supposedly everything we've heard at least. yeah from what i understand though this one's being made by new line i think like really? it's not it's, it's not, not it's not warner brothers like it's still it's gonna be one of their like subsequent companies I, right, purchase, absolutely. but they it won't have a warner brothers name on it interesting from what I understand. yeah so i'm a little curious to see if it actually does tie in hmm. um but no, the costume looks bad. Oh no, it looks—it's a hundred percent. It looks like a cheap muscle suit you buy at Halloween yeah. on the last day. Something. You cast Zachary Levi, who I'm on board with being the character of Shazam. Sure. Um, but you cast him six weeks before you start shooting right. for a character who's supposed to be the size of Superman. Correct. Yeah. The, the literally the only person that is the size of that like what that character supposed needs to, be. to be on that Michael B. Jordan exercise routine. Right. Yeah, true. but Michael B. Jordan had like nine <laughs> months yeah. to get ready for Killmonger. <laughs> Uh, Zachary Levi had six feet, and from what I understand, he put on twenty pounds of muscle. But it's he, he just 
Yeah. You're not going to get to that size in six no. weeks. You can't do it. So I, the I'm, suit has to be padded. I'm curious to see. Oh, it, I mean, and, and yeah. it very C- clearly. Very clear and, 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 CGI will clean that up. And though. yeah, no, and, yeah. and that's that's entirely not fair yeah. because yeah, we were seeing a, an unedited. Yeah, it'll get set photo. of his backside. Of too. his of his backside, and I mean, you know, if, if we did an unedited picture of like Planet of the Apes, it's just a bunch of people in, in fucking dot suits. So, you no, know, true. Anything can happen. Yeah. Um, but uh, to to me, just on like a size of like their necks, I feel like when when we see the Rock fighting Zachary Levi, yeah. it's just it's not gonna work no well the rock's not in it. he's not it's not black adam oh this black adam's not in it no it's oh. mark strong plays the villain dr sinerva or i don't yeah know. I, don't, oh. I don't know the character so what the fuck is is so the rock's the rock gonna casting? be the bad guy in suicide squad too well they yeah Anti-hero. so they they made the care they decided on the character of black adam a long time ago because they they wanted to pull the rock in That's early fair. on and I, from my understanding i guess he had the choice of like three characters lobo black adam and John Stewart, Green Lantern. And he didn't want to do Green Lantern because they had already been one. He wanted to do one that hadn't been done before and eventually came to the conclusion that he wanted to do Black Adam, um, which is basically the Scorpion King with powers. <laughs> um, it's I think he's like an old Egyptian ruler who was also had the powers of Shazam. Yep you know became immortal and he from what i understand he's not he wanted his own movie so he's not going to be in the shazam movie they're going to make a black adam movie where he's kind of like an anti-hero and they're going to use the rumor is they're going to use suicide squad 2 as the way to introduce him see i find him i mean i I feel like we we talked about this before this podcast started when that news came out in the mm-hmm. first place i fundamentally disagree with that choice just because i don't see the rock as the anti-hero the, the whole point of the shazam character is it's a 10 year old boy mm-hmm. who can transform into superman essentially yeah. at yeah. will but he's still got i mean he, he has the wisdom of solomon but somewhere deep down he's got the brain of a 10 year old yeah. boy yeah, yeah yeah and so for for to get a, a person who's jacked enough to play shazam mm-hmm. but also be able to you know portray kind of that childhood in- innocence and, and uh, enthusiasm and stuff the rock's perfect for that yeah he, yeah. he could have been and i don't shazam. i just don't know why he didn't go that route i think that's a that's a better cast it's for him why well, it's shazam's traditionally white you know i don't know that's that's some he's the most but I, well he's, that, I mean, he's like down. he's the most ethnically ambiguous person yeah he could play literally anything but yeah. that probably had a factor in it but it shouldn't he i love but he, he, honestly when you start talking casting movies the rock we want to cast in every i don't want to cast him that's how it ends up but i agree with joseph that character he could he could do well you know, back to the costume, I am excited that they're kind of going the more Justice League war, you know, with like the hood and he's got the cape because he doesn't always traditionally have that. Mm-hmm. Even, uh, was it Kingdom Come where I believe it's in Kingdom Come, the comic book and Shazam and Superman fight quite a bit and he plays a pretty big part in the storyline. Like that's where that suit kind of comes from. Alex Ross is the the illustrator he did it and and that stuff is i mean it's it's a good looking character and that's the right suit to take inspiration from it just will they clean it up in cgi and is it really going to work in live action right based on the first image no yeah the shazam costume is worse than transformers the little kid is from stranger things yeah it's it's one of the it's is it finn wolfhard no no No. i think it's it's the taller one Oh, I wish we could. I don't know. It's one of the ones from Stranger Things. Is the uh, is going to be the ten year old Shazam kid? Uh, but I don't know which one. But yeah, so yeah, like uh, like Joseph said, he starts off. He's a ten year old kid a lot of the times, and he just transforms into superhero. Right. So so the, he'll play a, a role. Probably not it's a big role, but Jack Grazer. He was in It. It. Oh god. Yeah. He played. The Stranger, he played which, Ed, the Stranger he was Thing kids and the It kids can be 
could be Inter- interesting. Well, yeah. Finn Wolfhard is in both. Yeah, correct. Yeah, he's the, he plays a sickly one in it. Okay, I didn't see it yet. Yeah. All right, so moving on. I don't know if you guys have anything else about no, this. No, no. The last bit of news we have is Quentin Tarantino announced his ninth movie, I think it is. I yeah, it sounds he's doing, right. He's doing ten and he's retiring, supposedly. I, I think I think that, in, that counts Kill Bill as one movie. Yeah, I have no clue, but yeah. I yeah. Have to, we have look. But yeah, um, he, I know he said he's retiring at ten, but who knows. Um, anyway. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood is the name of it, and it's going to star Brad Pitt and Tom Cruise. Yeah, which I think has a lot of people excited about. It has me excited, I guess. I, I love... And it's going to be about the... Well, Not Tom Cruise. Leonardo DiCaprio. Around. Yeah, Leonardo DiCaprio. And I don't that. think Tom Cruise ended up... No, he was one of the ones that was oh, rumored. Did I say Tom Cruise? You did, yeah, but no, that's yeah. fair. So Brad Pitt and Leonardo DiCaprio. Right. Not Tom Cruise. Um... And it's going to be around the Sharon Tate Manson murders in some capacity revolve around. Yeah, I wonder if we're kind of building up that side of it more than what's actually going to be in it. But. Yeah, I, th- I think it's going to be in the background. Yeah, and it's going to be its own thing. I, mean, I, I literally, I'm, I'm so curious because I mean, I love Tarantino movies, and it's slightly different cast than I feel like he usually goes for. Really? Because they've both been in his movies before, have they? They both shown in his like Leonardo yeah. DiCaprio's Django is amazing. And Brad Pitt and Inglorious Bastards. Oh shit, you're right. I think those are my. It's not out the box there. Those would probably be my favorite roles by both of them. Though what's exciting about both of those being in the movie together is one. I think they're they're both very good actors, and it's just cool that they're going to do a film together. They never have before. As far as I know, I'm I'm not going to six links from Kevin Bacon it. But the are you trying to do? I'm thinking about it. Yeah, (laughs) the both of them probably have given some of their better performances in Tarantino movies. Um, yeah, uh, you would have thought Leo was in the Oceans movies. You know, yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, it seemed yeah, like a choice. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but keep going. No, yeah. you're right. <laughs> no, so yeah, put I'm him in instead of Matt Damon. <laughs> I hate Matt Damon. In those <laughs> no, I, I, it's a good setting for a Tarantino movie too. So yeah, uh, he's kind of had some bad PR lately. So I mean, for this, sure, this kind of sets it right. Yeah, I actually, I'm fine skipping it and just going to the Tarantino Star Trek movie, which I guess is, is going to be his uh, his tenth one. And the other one is uh, the other bit of news that we should have said is the girl from Wolf of Wall Street, uh, Margaret Robbie is cast as Sharon Tate. Is she really? Yes. I didn't know I that. I didn't know that either. Yes. That is a good choice. Yes. So that that could be pretty cool. Yeah. No, I'm on board with that. Yeah, I, 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 I'm su- not surprised he didn't pick Uma Thurman after the news. Yeah, yeah. they're not. They're, I <laughs> they're mean, on from, the outs. I, from, from what I understand, they're cool with the whole thing, and he's the one who gave her the footage. But it's still, that's probably a really sensitive subject. That's probably it? fair, yeah. Yeah. Um, you don't want to come so back that's, to that. So that's all the news. Um, you, want to, you guys want to move into the Annihilation review? Annihilation. I believe uh, Ian and I saw this movie yeah, I did not. last week, and, and you did not. So we're no. just going to tell you about it. Correct. I'm interested to hear it. I am a big fan of the director's previous work. Right. Uh, a guy made by guy made Ex Machina. Right. right. His name is Alex Garland. He, oh, yeah. That's his name. He uh, he directed Ex Machina. He also, uh, I think we talked about it last week, he wrote The Beach, the mm-hmm. novel, which was yeah. adapted into a Danny Boyle film. He didn't write the screenplay, though. He just wrote the novel. Correct. Version. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but he also wrote the screenplay for uh, Dread for 28 Days Later. Oh, yeah. I like and, both uh, those movies. For uh, Never Let Me Go, I think is what it's called. Dread's underrated. It, it's, uh, it's essentially a more depressing version of my Michael Bay's The Island. Oh, yeah. I think I heard of it. I didn't see it. Yeah, no, it's really good, but it's... I've never seen The Island. It's not a good movie. It's not good. (laughs) It is one of the most entertaining movies I've ever seen. Really? It's just fun. It's like That's very not, stylized. Um, if you, I think it came out before Transformers, and you could definitely see where Transformers came from. Well, yeah. Well, they, they, he actually he steals uh, shots, ex- right? Exactly yeah. the shots, and just inserts a transformer from yeah. the uh, chase scene in the island. There are scenes where like the sun is setting over the desert, and there's a road, and they're like driving in cars, and it is straight beat for beat. Like you would put 
with that in a Transformers movie. No, no, I mean, I don't yeah. even mean that he like reshot it. I no, mean, I know. He just the, stole it. It's the exact <laughs> footage. Yeah. Inserted Transformers. No, I'm just saying he the, fe- that the feel versus oh, yeah. no, like, it feels like a Transformers That's got Obi-Wan movie. in it, right? Yeah, yeah. Ewan McGregor. And uh, ScarJo, I think? Yeah, I think ScarJo Hanson's the other one. But either way, back to Annihilation. Yeah, what do you guys think? Joseph, you want to start us off? Or do you think Ian would be better? Uh, you know, I, I think... Which one of you has a more positive opinion of the movie? I I think it's me over time. Then let's go with you. Let's start with you. I, I feel we need to go through a synopsis, and I'm bad at synopsis. Do you think you could just give a, a basic idea yeah. of how this movie starts? Oh, I, by the way, hang on. Before we get started, this is an all-spoilers review, just because, yeah. one, one, I don't think we'd be able to get into anything substantial without yeah. going all-spoilers, and two, the fact that the trailer shows you nothing, so almost anything about this story is at some level a spoiler. I hate that yeah. I'm doing this and fucking diary now. Spoilers just come out sometimes, guys. I'm yeah. sorry about that. You're fine. So, Annihilation, so it takes place in the beginning. They show a meteor hits Earth, and then it hits a lighthouse somewhere in i think south florida so like the everglades yeah swamp yeah. land and this bubble kind of thing that's like a it's like a translucent bubble translucent mm-hmm. bubble they call the shimmer starts forming and it slowly slowly expands um and then you kind of pick up three years later and it's like natalie portman's the main character she's a scientist ex-military mm-hmm. and she's married to oscar isaac who's military i guess that's how they met and he goes on a mission and he doesn't come back Inside the shimmer. Correct. She doesn't it, know that. Well, yeah, she doesn't know that. You're right. Uh, the, the, that's where he went, and the, she finds the, that out. One of the first scenes in the movie is is him reappearing. Yep. And so then, and, yeah. and that's that's. Oh, is, it, is this is is it like an immediate thing? Like he disappears and then comes back, or is that like for, it's been for her a year? So he's been gone oh, for okay. a year. Yeah. And okay. Meet, and, he, right. and he just shows up at her doorstep and doesn't really remember a lot. Can't tell her a lot, and he starts going into cardiac arrest. You know, he starts getting sick, and he has right. to go in an ambulance and. He's on life support. Is there a history of people going missing in the Shimmer? Well, the thing is, no one's ever come back out. A lot of yeah. people have gone in, no one's ever come out. So, so, so with that, yeah, with that oh, backstory, she gets taken to the or, Shimmer. Right. Mm. A secret government black site now is around it, and they're watching it, and it's slowly getting bigger and bigger. Right, and no, nobody else, I mean, they're keeping it like a real lockdown secret. And yeah, when we say it's slowly getting bigger, I mean, it's like inches a day, but it's radially just like growing out. Mm-hmm. And it, yeah, like I said, any, any anybody that goes in or anything that goes in has never come back out of it. Yeah. So, um, and they are going to send in at some point. She meets a couple characters. One's Jennifer Jason Lee. We'll mm-hmm. call her psychiatrist because I don't know their names. Natalie Portman is scientist. And that's, I mean, that's, that's one of the things we're going to touch on. But yeah. this movie has a lot of flaws. And um, the other three, one's Big Strong Lady. <laughs> look, look, it, it, literally. One's Tessa Thompson, who would be, what is she? It doesn't, she's a she's fi- biologist. She's, she's Tessa a, Thompson's in this she's movie? In this movie. Yeah, she's a biologist does, lady. They're all scientists. It, and not, then one's ex-army okay, lady. Okay, I just want to pause on that just for a second. <laughs> Tessa Thompson is a has become a pretty big star. She's been in a, quite a few movies. Yeah. She's not advertised at, at all. Well, nothing is advertised about this you would movie. Think, okay, you see, but you see Natalie Portman yeah. and Jason Isaacs in yeah. it. You would think that, I mean, a fairly large actress, yeah. you would try to include her in some capacity. And going back to uh, our podcast first episode, the first thing I do when she comes on screen, I go to Joseph, jo- Joseph and go, she's pretty hot for a black girl. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so anyway, they're sending in all, they're sending in all women because they've been sending in men. They haven't been coming back. Right. So then they go into the shimmer and you want to take it from there? Uh, so Ian and I had, had different opinions on it immediately coming out. He, he enjoyed the, the first like two thirds of the movie a little bit more. And I really liked the last third. 
which was really interesting and we'll get into it. Um, but the, the idea is essentially once they get into the shimmer, pretty much anything that's within that field, the shimmer, the, the alien force, whatever, is messing with their genetics. Mm-hmm. It's messing with, with the cells of everything. It's breaking it down into like yeah. the smallest. The term above. they use is refracted. Right. Um, which, which upon like ruminating on this movie and figuring out how I feel about it, I realize this is just a gritty, uh, gritty reboot of the movie Evolution from the late 90s. I love that with movie. With David Duchovny. I love that movie. <laughs> It's it's essentially exactly the same movie. Yeah, that is a big meteor hits the earth, and then there's like yeah, yeah no, and then things are just like evolving yeah. dramatically. Yeah, so basically, and, like animals are blending with plants who are blending with humans. So you're getting like you're getting like these plants that look like they're in the shape of a human, and that you know just like the outline, the, and these, it's just growing that way. Yeah, and there's then, like weird animal yeah, amalgamations. They, they see these, like this deer that have like instead of having antelopes, you know, they antlers. have like antlers. They have like uh, big leaves coming out of them. Yeah. So everything's kind of like mixing, and it's I guess all and the genes. Is it are re- is it like a terraforming? Well, well, or? No, it's, well yeah, they, they don't really go into like yeah what why? it is the yeah yeah. Um, but I will tell you, I I didn't think this. I knew it was going to be a sci-fi movie. I didn't think it was going to be as like scary as yeah. it was. It was a lot. And was that like, was what I liked about it. It's very disjointed. The first two thirds are almost more sci-fi horror. Yeah, there's there's a lot of like body horror and, and yeah, like that kind of stuff that I like wasn't one expecting. Of, one of them is they get chased by an alligator who's crossed with a shark kind of thing cool there there's a there's yeah. a bit where they they stumble on some footage of like previous soldiers who had been in and they like cut open one of the soldiers and his intestines is like turned into a snake inside of his body gross it is terrifying yeah. oh my god it's like slithering around and around and they're just his looking intestines at it. Yes. and the guy's oh, still alive he's looking at it yeah Woo. no thank you yeah that and, and they just start people start going crazy in there and mm-hmm. then my favorite scene and so one of them gets killed by this bear and it's in the dark they don't know where it's mm-hmm. at so then the other girl's going crazy one of you know we called her strong girl she ties up the rest because you know everyone starts losing it a little bit in there mm-hmm. and she hears the dead girl outside and she runs to her and she says like i thought you said she was dead i didn't see she you know like yeah, she's yeah, alive she's basically thinking the other soldiers killed this girl but it really a bear killed her and so she, she hears her outside she runs out there and you realize the bear when it roars now sounds like the human it killed Whoa. So it's like sounds like a human when it's yeah. roaring and she runs into this bear who kills it and then the bear comes in the house and it's like got the skull of a human. Oh yeah. And like the face, so it's like a, it's like a, the face of a human skull, and then it's like a bear, and it's just like not roaring, but it's like talking. It was like screaming. It was just like it's like the screams of agony when she was getting killed by the bear. Whoa! It's horrifying. It, it's really. It's a really cool idea. I mean, I don't know if you guys are trying to sell me on the movie, but I kind of want to see it less. <laughs> <laughs> so that was, and you know, then it goes, but anyway, a couple make it to the lighthouse. They, right. Well, I, and that's, uh, that's where the meteor crashes, right? Right. Yeah. And, and uh, I'll say one of the things that I, I, one of the things I would have done to improve this movie up to this point is I don't think any of the other characters needed to be in it. Any of the other four women that she went in with, because I'd say the biggest problem with this movie is, so it was apparently adapted from a novel. I have not read the novel, but it feels very bad novelly. Like mm-hmm. the, ju- just just the character, the the character development, like the yep. character archetypes, the dialogue are just. It's uh, supposedly the first of three books. Too. Is it really? Yeah, but, it, yeah. He only read the first book when he made the movie. Yeah, they're 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 very trite. They're very like they're terrible. They're awful. Yeah. Um, and so I think if you if you did instead of that, if you did Natalie Portman goes in because you know her husband went in, came out, whatever, for whatever the reason is. And kind of have like a revenant experience where she's experiencing all these things by herself and reacts to them. And you you take mm. out you take out all those those elements of again the 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 uh, the bad characters that I just feel like I feel like those took me out of the cool because like, the visuals are cool the idea is really cool like the the 
The writing's awful. The writing's really awful. It, it's, yeah, the writing's bad. Um, because do, it's do, you good, think, do you think it concept. could work better as a book because there's more time to develop those characters? Potentially. Yeah. I, I think when you're reading it, you can probably make it sound better in your head yeah. than, you know, it, yeah. like it, it doesn't come off as badly as it does when it's actually spoken mm-hmm. out loud. There's a couple lines that Jennifer Jason Lee gives that are like cringeworthy. Yeah, they're really bad. They're like, I had to look at you like, come on now. Um, yeah, yeah, it was really hmm. bad. My, uh, I really like the concept because, like, I, I think the whole idea of, you know, breaking it down to a cellular level and, like, your cells are betraying you kind of thing is, is like, it's very invasive and it, it, it's frightening. Yeah. Um, and it's like you're getting sick, kind of. Right, and and so and so I like I really like the concepts as a whole, and so then we get to the lighthouse scene where Natalie Portman's character actually gets to the lighthouse, which is where the meteor crashed in the first place, and that's been their destination the entire time. Correct. That's where they're that's where they're trying. Is she, to... is she the first person to make it that far? Everyone else is dead. Jennifer Jason Leigh, she ran off the night before because she just wanted to get there. Yeah. So yeah. she, you don't know what happened to her, and Natalie Portman's well, walking. And, and realistically, world. she's kind of irrelevant, but we can get yeah. it. I mean, my, my question being more so, like as far as we know, documented wise in regards yep. to the story, well, no yeah. one else has no made it. Not that we far. know yeah. of. No, yeah. 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 Um, so she gets, she goes in, and she early on finds like video evidence of essentially it's it's her husband Jason. Uh, is it Jason Isaac? Was it Oscar, Oscar Isaac? Oscar Isaac. That's a different guy. That's yeah. uh, Star Trek captain. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Oscar Isaac, um, essentially going crazy on film and like immolating himself, setting himself on fire and Whoa. dying. And then like after that happens, someone comes around from the other side of the camera and it's also him. Um, so like yep. you, you realize that the guy who came out of the shimmer is not the guy that went in. That's like hmm. a creation of the shimmer. So yeah, so the guy who showed up at Natalie Portman's house in the beginning of the movie yeah. wasn't yeah, yeah. really him. Yeah, well, I guess we didn't but, actually like talk said, about this, that. And like I said, this really, um, it's, this is where when she walks in the lighthouse, it's a different movie yeah, than the and, first two and I'm, gonna, I'm gonna try is and... Is that a whole, the whole last third is her in the lighthouse? It's almost yes. yeah, and I'm gonna wow. I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna try and break down why I think this is like because the rest of the movie did nothing for me. I thought this part of the besides movie, like the jump scare stuff, right? The jump scare is like the basic concept's good, mm-hmm. but like the it, it gets really abstract and bizarre at the end. And I I like I really dug it. It stuck with me since then. So she goes down into like the crater where the meteor actually hit, and some things happen. And eventually she's like face to face with this like ball of of it's like a metallic ball of like the aliens being right. And this is where the movie starts to mess with your head because the soundtrack up to this point has been like pretty chill with some strings you know like normal mm-hmm. soundtrack and then suddenly it's just like this thrumming this mechanical thrumming is just filling up the theater it's less like it's like uh like industrial machinery kind mm. of thrumming as like you know this thing yeah, is, is yeah. like churning eating, yeah it's like a churning and the the thing kind of like absorbs some of her blood that was like she, you know she just had a rough time there's a little blood yeah there. yeah and the so the silvery ball that's in front of her starts morphing and turns into like a silvery metallic smooth humanoid shape that's in front of her which you know logically freaks her out so yep. she, she like tries to escape she goes out of the crater and back into the lighthouse and uh the the creature the metallic humanoid thing is up there now and it's between her and the door and again this is where like the, the that thrumming is still going on and this is where i feel like it starts conf- uh, it makes you as the viewer confused between this idea of, of a soundtrack of like a, a non-diegetic mm-hmm. you, you know stuff that we can hear that the characters can't hear and you know what's actually happening in the movie where there's like these these weird sounds that are coming on. You're not sure if it's supposed to be the alien communicating or if it's the soundtrack or if it's any of those things. And so Natalie Forman is just trying to get out the door. And every time she moves, the alien humanoid thing like mirrors her in between and is constantly between her and the door. And so it, it starts this like horrifying but like elegant like dance 
between her and the the humanoid mm-hmm. thing, and it, it gets it turns into like a struggle, and they they go to the ground, she gets knocked out, and it's like dramatic. It's very dramatic, and yeah. it's weird, but it's really cool. And then I, I'm sure the I haven't read anything more about this. Uh, I'm sure you might have read a little bit more after I did. Uh, after they after they both go to the ground, she gets knocked out. She gets up and like lights a, a grenade and puts it in the thing's hand. And it mirrors her and grabs her hands. And then the last second, she leaves it and the thing like catches on fire and she runs away and escapes. That's how it looked to me. But then at the end of the movie, you find out that after she escapes, that it's not well. It's it's not the one. It's not the her that went in in the first yeah, so place. So after she escapes, um, she wakes up and she's out of the uh, the thing and she's talking to B D Wong and. One of my things is B.D. Wong's Yeah, B.D. Wong's in, in this movie. Hey, hey I like B.D. Wong. <laughs> and, and, and she's like, you know, the, the shimmer's gone. Like, what happened in there? So the shimmer went away. And then they and Oscar Isaac, who, you know, or the clone of Oscar Isaac, is suddenly better because he had been on life support as soon as the shimmer died. So then they reunite, and you both see in their eyes that they have the metallic right. look or, you know... So you, you can tell that they're both aliens, and so I, I know. I know then it becomes an alien invasion. The sequel, yeah, that, I mean, that's possibly. A, that's that, a kind, yeah. or they're high, you're just gonna live. The, you know, you don't right. really know what the, the right. alien's point. is. I mean, honestly, that feels very similar to the end of Ex Machina. Right. Yeah, that's Absolutely. What, that's, I yeah. said that to you. You did say that to me. <laughs> um, but you see, that's that's the part that I was confused about. I'm not sure if it's like if the wrong Natalie Portman got out of it. Yeah. So what, or what, if, when, I, when I watched it with Joseph, I thought what he thought. I thought that Natalie Portman was able to get this grenade and kill the alien, and that. There's this scene where the alien's laying on her, and Joseph made a good point after watching it. It definitely had, like, rape undertones. Mm-hmm. And I think maybe he infected her, was my thought. That's kind of what that I think. At that point. And so, but, so even though the well, one of the important things is, is when, when the alien touches her, the alien creature thing touches her, it, like, takes on her form. So, I, mm-hmm. you know, there was a part of me that was thinking, maybe that was the one that escaped, but it, I don't think it was. I yeah. think it was exactly that. I think. But that, I read some reviews where they go unconscious after that he, like, lays on her, and then they wake up and you... It could have easily. It could be. Switched. It could be Eddie. Hood. You don't know at that point who was what. So it's, I think it's up to, to the viewer. But I think what you think. I yeah. think it was probably she. She got infected, and she's not not like Oscar either. who's the real clone. I think. Right. So but, I mean, but, if, it, if it can change your DNA, then right. You know, if you, the infection would be, be all that it would yep. take. Yeah. That's true too. But but uh, you know the the whole thing. It, it's a fascinating concept for like two thirds of it. I don't think it like fully executes to the degree that I feel like it should for mm-hmm. the strength of the material. But the that that last scene in the lighthouse for me, it's just like and that just got too weird for me. It, That's why I didn't like it's it. Very, it was it's, it's very it's very sci-fi. It's very abstract. It's yeah. very artistic, and I super fucking dug it. So for that reason alone, uh, along with the fact that I think that the the concept and the material is strong, I'm gonna say that this movie is better than Transformers. Yeah, even it has some some flaws with the writing and some of the CGI spotty, like that that alligator look fake. It yeah, part. the bear was better, but yeah, I would say a little better than Transformers. Not by much. <laughs> That's, Not by much. Man, Ian, you really have pushed things down to the bottom of the Transformers scale. <laughs> But better uh, than Transformers. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I, I still want to see it. It does sound a little more bizarre than I think I was expecting. It is bizarre. It's, bizarre. Uh, it's more bizarre than we were expecting, yeah. too. But that's, I feel like that's kind of been a trend lately in science fiction, uh, especially you talk about the like the last third. Like, I, I loved Arrival, mm-hmm. but I my wife and I watched it together, and she really she really likes it. But it took her probably 45 minutes of being like, what just happened? Like, you know, yeah. 
Like you had to think about it and yeah. process it. Movie, and, I, didn't, I didn't really. I was with Joseph. I think he explained it to me a little bit. That movie was. You know, it, it takes some weird turn. In that case, it's very you know time bendy and, yeah, yeah, and yeah, stuff yeah. like that. Like it seems like there's been a thing lately in science fiction where we're gonna try to make even Inception, um, Interstellar too. Interstellar, yeah, Interstellar. you know, uh, is people, Inception a sci-fi? I guess I it consider is. it science Definitely. fiction. I don't know what else you classify it as. You yeah. talk about that sci-fi end, People still talk about the ending to Inception. Mm-hmm. Like that, it's just try to try as hard as you can to make you figure it out on your own. I guess would sure. be the best way to describe it. But well, uh, it, uh, I'd argue I would, that might be my favorite Christopher Nolan movie. Over Inception, Dark, yeah, over Dark Knight. Over Dark Knight, really? Yeah, I'm going Dark Knight. I'm also going to go Dark Knight. But I, I, I can, I you can make a, a case for that. Yeah, but yeah, like for for me, the reason I, I'm especially willing to feel good is, is this movie stuck with me yeah like long after i watched it and and uh, it reminded me a lot of uh, a movie by uh, the same guy who did drive um uh nicholas winding refin whatever yeah, I, can't say his name, I don't yeah. know how to whatever uh but he made a movie about modeling called neon demon yeah that's fucked up it is and i'm not we just talked we, we were did. talking about it last i'm week. not even sure it's a good movie yeah. but like that movie had an impact on yeah. me yeah. Um, and like I continue to to think about it and come back to yeah. it, and and for that same reason, I feel like the end of this movie and the basic like premise of this movie is going to stick with me, even if yeah, you the definitely most walk the out of it great. thinking. Yeah, I think absolutely, that's a, that's a good sci-fi movie. I think that's I agree. I think that's to be doing in sci-fi. I absolutely agree. Yeah. I said last week movies that made you think made were signs of a good movie, and you were like, eh. Well, you know what? I can have different <laughs> opinions this week. <laughs> we, oh, so Don't. it matters when it affects when you say it, <laughs> but when I say it. No, I'm a, I'm fine. A, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a I, I completely love, different person now than I was then. I'm so yeah. sorry. I love that Jones said it reminded me of the end of Ex Machia because Joseph was like, "No, motherfucker, it doesn't." <laughs> I mean, I'm going off your explanation of it, but yeah, well, I mean, look, I'm, gonna as, start, I'm gonna see it as we talk about it. I, I was like, I, it's kind of like when Ava runs off. You think she could either take off of the world or yeah. just hide. You don't really know. 100. percent So yeah, no, okay, fair enough. It yeah. is. It's similar. Yeah, I'll check it out. I'll probably wait till it's on video. But uh, what else you guys see lately? Or anything you want to talk about? The only thing I watched, I watched Red Sparrow, and it was as bad as you guys thought oh, no. it was, was going to be. Oh, good. Yeah, it's it's really graphic. I hate when I'm right. I don't know. Jennifer Lawrence, I don't know. She takes weird roles sometimes. She does take I weird roles. I still love her. But she's been on a she trend be more, lately. I think she should be more picky sometimes. But yeah, especially with the whole... I think the opposite. Putin and the, and the, it's not a movie for right now, because she's rushing all the way. Yeah. You know, it's just... It's maybe it's not going to do money. And, and no. She's, and it's really... It's not good. And Like, I thought maybe a Black Widow movie, but it hypes up, like, the the sexual violence end of it way mm-hmm. too much so not good that's the only thing i've watched yeah i watched a few movies from last year that i didn't get the chance to see i saw logan lucky which was it was fun i mean i'm i'll probably never watch it again and i'm gonna say it's worse than transformers i love the oceans movies and it definitely it's, we it's talk, a hillbilly poor man yeah Ocean's 11 it, but i you know i didn't I really, like adam driver he has one arm uh, yeah, <laughs> is, that a, is yeah. that a reason to like somebody? Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's, he's very emo. He's, he's very emo in that he's movie. He's pretty funny in it. He plays a pretty straight face, yeah. but Daniel Craig I mean, steals that movie though. I see. I thought Daniel Craig was horrible. Yeah, I, he's, I he's did like a, not a enjoy it. Hillbilly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's trying to sound American. Um, the whole subplot with his daughter and stuff. Like, I mean, yeah. you know, he's trying to make you care, but I just, I just didn't. It's, um, I would say it's, I would put it above Transformers, but it's not. It's nothing special. Now, what I did watch, what was great, and I wish I had seen it before Oscar preview or whatever, was The Big Sick. That movie is great. It is. I really, really enjoyed it. Um, if you haven't seen it, it's Kumal Nanjiani. He plays himself. It's how he met his wife. Um, they had dated a while, and they broke up. And he got a call one night in the middle of the night that she had been. she was in the hospital, and she needed somebody to sit with him. And so he shows up, and... 
she, he ends up signing as if he were her husband to put her in a medically induced coma and which they don't ever talk about in the movie but i feel like is illegal uh, almost certainly yeah. yeah and then her parents show up which is ray romano and um uh, helen hunt no, no not helen hunt, holly hunter holly hunter yeah, and they basically is them spending time together. The other there's a secondary plot of how his family would react. He's Pakistani, and his parent he moved here when he was like a teenager, and and uh, how his family would react with him dating a white girl. Because mm-hmm. um, the whole movie they're trying to set him up with Pakistani Pakistani girls and do an arranged marriage, and and he's not about it. Um, it's just it's very good. Yeah, uh, I highly recommend it. Definitely better than Transformers. I mean, I I love Kumail and Anjiani. I love Holly Hunter. And, yeah. uh, God, I love Holly Hunter, right? man. She's not in enough stuff. Agreed. Her, um, like, southern intense woman is perfect. It's, it's amazing. <laughs> and, yeah, I'm, I'm, look, I don't, I'm not opposed to Ray Romano. How was Ray Romano in this? He's good, man. He? Like, he, he, he has an interesting role because she's very, Holly Hunter's very, like, wears the pants in their relationship. Mm-hmm. So he kind of just, like, is this. I think that's that's the role of, of anybody that's in a relationship with Holly Hunter. That's very true. He's, like, this 50-year-old dude who him and his wife are struggling, and they're putting this awful situation with their daughter, and he's just trying to figure it out like mm-hmm. he's just trying to get through it and his relationship with Kamal Nanjiani is pretty funny and I mean I, I really do think he's pretty good in it um I, I don't have a complaint I really enjoyed it there is uh, a joke and it's probably in the trailer but um when they first like meet him and they're talking to him they're sharing a sandwich and Ray Romano just like just looks at him straight face and he goes like so uh what about 9-11 <laughs> and Kumal Nanjiani's like funny. 9-11 I mean I, I, I hate it it's horrible we lost 19 of our best guys <laughs> it is I mean I laugh for probably 12 minutes like oh, it man. is so funny and of course those two are just blank face staring at me right. he's like got it 9-11 not something to joke about cool but it, it really is it's on Amazon Prime check that, it out that sounds really good I, I want to check that out um, I finally got the chance to see uh, three billboards outside yep. Ebbing, Missouri. Is um, it as good as everyone makes it out? It's to be? not. It's uh, it's good. I really enjoyed it. I think uh, what's her face, Frances McDormand. Yeah, is is really really good. Like she mm-hmm. is she is just seething mad the whole fucking movie, and just just the the various levels on which it gets like let out and the way that it she shows mm-hmm. it manifested is, is really really good. I love Sam Rockwell. I don't actually think it's like his best role, but mm-hmm. I think it's one of his best characters. I, same thing with uh, with Woody Harrelson. I think it's a, it's a good character, but I don't think it's it's uh, his best performance. And that's the thing. It's like it's it's a it's a good movie. Everybody's solid. Friends of McDormand is is excellent, but I don't know. It, I feel like it should have clicked with me more than it actually did. Yeah. I mean, it's still it's way better than Transformers. <laughs> um, and I, I like it, it. It I feel like it does a really good job of of examining some of like the dark sides of like you know, love and vulnerability and, mm-hmm. and the way that, that opening yourself up to that allows for different kinds of hurt and the way that that kind of manifests. And I think it does that really well. But again, it just like, as a movie, it didn't connect with me as much as I anticipated. Yeah. And then I also saw Black Panther again this week. And did, it was... Did it live up? It was second? absolutely equally as good the second good. time. I watched Mute. Oh, I watched How? 20 minutes of Mute. Yeah. And I couldn't get farther. It's not good. <laughs> <laughs> That's Duncan Jones, right? Okay, so here's here's my biggest complaint with mute and this is even true in the first 20 minutes there is a storyline about alexander skarsgård and there's a storyline about paul rudd and they kind of tie together but for 90 percent of the movie they are not at all related and you're spending equal i mean they're related because they know each other like Uh alexander skarsgård is a bartender at a bar that paul rudd goes to 
that's your connection. Really? Yeah. I, there's more later on, but like yeah. for the majority of the film, you have these two characters you're spending equal screen time with whose stories aren't super connected. And I, I don't know why. Like, I don't feel like it's, you know, two parts of the same rope or, you know, what I mean? like it just doesn't, nothing pulls it together. Paul Rudd is funny in it. And what's Jennifer Aniston's husband, Justin Thoreau? Mm-hmm. He's weird, like this weird Hawkeye character in it. That's the whole time that's what I was thinking. I was like, this is, he's Hawkeye. The, really? the, the MASH Hawkeye. Yeah, not, MASH Hawkeye. Not, mm-hmm. not, I feel, I, you're right. I have to distinguish for today's audience. But We're, we're not in the fucking 70s. Uh, People don't know who Hawkeye MASH is. growing up. But it, it just, yeah, it's not good. It's unfortunate how bad it is. Yeah, it, it's, it's really rare for me to just turn off a movie. But I made it 20 minutes in and I was like, this is not going to get better from here. Yeah. And so I watched Beer Fest instead. And that was fun. Yeah, Beer Fest is good times. Beer Fest is funny. Yeah. So, well, yeah. that's I, it. I, I'll skip it then. I think that's about it. Yep. Uh, I don't... Do we know what we're doing? Oh, yeah. No, I don't think we have a plan for next week. Okay. We should probably figure that out. All right. But, well, but stay, we'll, we'll stay come up tuned. with something <laughs> we'll, super we'll come, fun and interesting. We will come up with, with the best content you've ever fucking heard in your <laughs> life. Yeah, it'll be fantastic. It'll be but, great. So, yeah. Thanks for listening in, guys. If you like this... Please uh, subscribe and rate on iTunes or, or Stitcher, or Google Play, or whatever you listen to this on. It really helps us out. You know, we're really just trying to get out there, trying to get yep. more listeners. Even more important, if you like it and you think you know somebody else who likes it, please tell them. Because I think most people who listen to podcasts listen to podcasts that other people recommend to them more than anything. Correct. Um, but if you have any any questions about what we talked about, any comments, any things you think we should cover, you can uh, reach us at betterthantransformers at gmail.com. Uh, you can also shoot us a question on Twitter at BT Transformers or on Facebook at BT Transformers, I think, also. Yep. Thanks for listening, guys. Thanks for listening, yep. guys. We'll right. see you next week. Have a good one. Welcome back to Better or Worse Than Transformers. We... <laughs> Hang on. We'll start over again. <laughs> I panicked. <laughs> I was like, you started right when I started drinking my water. <laughs> it, takes, <laughs> it takes me a minute anyway.